And now, your local forecast. Here we go. The forecast. Got two co-hosts. Got Chief Street and Miles. What's up? G'day. How are we? Very good. Yeah. Good, man. <laughs> you said g'day again. Yeah, I'm loving it. That's just your thing, man. That's a good way to start, you know, tease you a bit. Well, we are an Aussie podcast. What's the news with you guys? Not much, man. Um, as you'd know, I've recently become an uncle. Congratulations. So, yeah, the first little baby in our family. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, How about you, Miles? What's the news? Yeah, I'm interstate with Perry for Monday to Saturday, I think, next week. Sydney and Melbourne. Shoot some content, promo the new track that comes out next week. Start promoing the track that comes out after that. Etc. Etc. What have you been up to lately, Nick? Uh, had a couple of studio sessions yesterday and just still working on the album. It should have been a quick process because it's all work in progress album and I'm just putting it out. But we talked about this on another episode about perfectionism. The problem I'm having is I'm loading up old sessions from 2015 and anybody that uses Ableton will know this. It's like media <laughs> files missing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did this really clever thing I thought back in the day and I would chain all my presets into groups, right? Mm -hmm. So it'd just be like drag and drop a chain with my preset and then all the processing and um, everything from 2017. Oh. It's all initialized preset. Yeah. Thanks so, to some updates. So That's really hard. I feel like I'm going to ask you how you're going every week for the next like three months. You can be like, yeah, album. <laughs> 100%. Well, it's not a quick process, man. <laughs> no. Like, And you're talking about as many tracks as you were. Like, yeah, that's a lot, bro. Yeah. Mm. So probably more tracks than... I've made, or probably or as it's more many tracks as than I've, I've released in my entire career. It was funny. I was talking to you before about like you know I've probably made hundreds and hundreds of songs, mm. but the art of finishing music ah so hard. It's really hard, but it's like so important, man. Well, that's my main job at the moment is finishing other people's songs. Yeah, yeah. So what you're writing them too from the beginning or no no no? So someone will come to me with I call it a concept because mm. it's it's musical, but it's not well executed. And then I just go in objectively, no emotional attachment to the project and just go, all right, that kick drum sucks. Let's put in a new one. Your chords probably could do a bit of work. The structure's all over the place. Here's like the formula. There's a formula. And then vocal process, whatever they've got. So it sounds industry standard. Do a mix, do a master on it. Boom, here's a record. It's probably a bit easier knowing it's like not your baby in a way. Yeah, it can totally. be a bit okay with I listen to it the imperfections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was saying off camera before, like with this new mastering chain that I'm, I've been developing over the last six months, it's very visual. So I can see where the bass is sitting, like mid-side, what all that. And I'm like, that's not right. Let's fix it. Got some standardization now, which is a lot easier. But with my own music, I still palm it off to another mastering engineer. I think I'm going to master this album myself though, but I'm going to have to really step out of what the track means to me emotionally and just think of it objectively like it's got a hit i mean outsourcing for 36 songs is going to cost a pretty penny so yeah it's probably worth doing a bunch maybe like if you've got favorites or something you could look at sending them out well apparently my idol dead mouse mr mouse masters all his music yeah that wouldn't surprise me yeah. seeing the size of his studio yeah goals yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think that's what everyone thinks when you're like, I'm going to the studio and they're like, oh yeah, you got all these synths and hardware and that's like, yeah. Totally Millions mad. of dollars worth of shit. Had Paul Marshman in the studio last night and he had some video footage of a like show that we both went to in 2011, Creamfields, when Dead Mouse and Skrillex came to town. I was like, Planet Cream. I went cream. to that show, Underage. 
Dude, it was like my first dance nice. music. I'm, you know what was funny? I was thinking about this in my head. I was like, I don't know if we'll ever be able to get to this story. But yeah, so we were all like, what, 16, 17? Luckily, my brother had been, had given me his old ID. So I had something. Dude, they didn't even check IDs at, nah. the, at the front. And so like Cam, like my best mate, we were obviously like frothing Skrillex at that time. Like yeah. first dubstep DJ, we're, we're slowly making our transition from bands into dance music. Obviously love Dead Mouse too, but I was there for Skrillex. And like, no one really knew at that time, you either knew or you didn't. And so he was in his early, <laughs> early days. Yeah. Anyway, we managed to basically walk in without a check. And I just remember like messaging camping, like no ID check. And he was just like, dude, what the, f like he didn't come out. He didn't even bother getting the ticket because he was like, well, I don't have an ID. There's no way I'm going to be able to get in. I was nearly single at that time in my life. Mm. And like the hottest shit came up to me. At, you know, on the dance floor, yeah. and was like, when's Dead Mouth 5 playing? And I was like, Ick. get out. <laughs> it's Dead Mouse. She's like, who cares? I feel like at that stage, so many people were still not sure how to at, pronounce at it. At that point, yeah. But just, just what? Okay. Like, no, 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 no. And this girl was just get walked right. away. Yeah, that's fair enough. You like yeah. tried to geek her on. While she's like in the middle of a rave. She's like, I don't care. I'm here to play. <laughs> so anyway, we oh, got... Learn another thing too, just oh, real quick. You're right. It's K5. Yeah, exactly. Who's K5? Oh my Do you mean KX5? No, nah, you mean K5. Oh, K, okay. Yeah. Straight from K horse's mouth. and 5. Mm. I was watching... That's Cascade and Dead Mouse. Yeah, I thought... Oh, it, right. Yeah. yeah. See, again... I'm out of the loop. Yeah. Fuck, I thought it was KX5. No, it's K5. There's always got to be a... Something in there. He mm. he does it on purpose. Surely he, he has to. Absolutely. Just to yeah. Funnily enough, though, and something I've been meaning to ask and haven't is that where your name stemmed from? Oh, it's like is, the mouth thing. The number, I feel like no, the, 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 the four thing. Yeah, like the number in the name. Mm. You want the real truth? Gone. Here we Cold go. Hard truth. So the anticlimactical or what? Nah, it's 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 cool. Like we've got um. So there's still be some internationals listening and watching and. To give some context, at the time that I came up with the name, I was just blowing we probably energy just breaking up. everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Knowing Miles, he just woke up. I was on Fresh 92.7, right? They're our local dance music radio station. And I'm in third year university. I don't have a name. I don't have an alias. I've submitted my demo CD. This I don't, <laughs> For the kids old, tuning bro. in. This is 2011, 12 vibes. Mm. 2012. I've, I've yeah, submitted a, a CD and I'll try and find it because it's got some pretty average sounding music. Anyway, they wanted to play it on what was called Fresh Out, which was uh, the equivalent of what Fresh Off The Block is now. Yep. They call me into the station. They're like, we're going to play your CD. What's your name? So I use my last name. At the time, before the radio interview, I'm at university at a place called Masonic Lodge. I'm like, oh, Masonic. Hey, that's cool. I'm Masonic. And they're like, yeah, cool. We'll run with it. Whatever. So my first, and this is, I've never told this story. Interesting. My first name was Masonic. And then when I wanted to upload my first YouTube video, six months later, I'm trying to get the stupid name on YouTube and someone's got it. I haven't really put a lot of thought into this name at this point in time. I'm just like, what just happened? Anyway, I couldn't get it. So I'm like, uh, what if I use numbers? So the four is an A. And then I, I still couldn't get it. Then I had to use a zero for the O. And I had to use a number one for the I. And I had the 
ugliest looking URLs, M4S0N1C. That's gamertag levels. Mm. Of yeah, that's Xbox name. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at this point in time, I'm starting to regret the name as well. It's like locked in. I don't want to be associated with the Illuminati and the Freemasons and all that. But I kind of liked the M4. Sure. And I'm like, okay. So the first real video, like I'd uploaded other videos, but the first real video that I uploaded, I'm like, I think this is going to be cool. Not, not thinking Weapon was going to be massive. I just thought it was going to be a cool video. I'm like, what if I call it Weapon? And because it's sort of dubstepy, bro-steppy, whatever, I'm a Weapon and Weapon Sound Sonic. So M4 Carbine Sonic Sound. M4 Sonic. So originally, yes, a lot of people still call me my Sonic to this day and I hate it. It like hurts me. Absolutely hurts me. It's the sound of a weapon. I'm a musical weapon. M4 Sonic. But it started as May Sonic. That makes sense. There is a And my first manager, I was like, what do you think of the name? He's like, I wouldn't have chosen it. (laughs) (laughs) So what, I'm actually trademarked in two different capacities. One is M4 and one is M4 Sonic. And the game plan for the last 10 years was to ditch the Sonic. And just transition. You couldn't get M4 on Twitter or Instagram because... Mm. Anything with like two characters, Numbers. that's going to be a tough... Two characters really tough and also then the trademark issue with the BMW M4. Mm. So I've just hit so many roadblocks and it's just got to the point now, like DJ Snake apparently is the same as me. He's like, I don't love the name, but it's just, it's what it is. It's just a name, man. Yeah. I remember early on in like when I was starting to get into music and, you know, be an artist or be in a band or whatever. And I just remember hearing my friend's dad say something random where it's like, it doesn't matter as long as it's kind of unique, which is really important. You want to make sure when you use a search engine or whatever that people actually find you and not everyone else. And he was like, look, if a band can be named 30 Seconds to Mars, (laughs) you can name yourself whatever you want. It doesn't matter. When you really break down names of bands, you're like, that is so bad. You just grow as a, you, they like you for your music and then the yeah, name yeah, yeah. is just becomes a part of it. The American pronunciation of my name is way cooler than the Aussie. M4 Sonic. Yeah. They really articulate it where Aussies, it's like you have emphysema. <laughs> oh, yeah, emphysonic. <laughs> yeah. Like we just sound ugly in general. Yeah. Mm. Yep. We do, don't we? we do. I was even thinking like listening to other American podcasts and then listening to the demos of this one. Orcast. G'day, mate. How you going? With Paul Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you had the Logan Paul episode up with uh, Laserbeam, and he's Aussie. He's Aussie. And every time it would cut to him talking, I'm like, oh, we sound so bad. Oh, massive culture shock. Every time I'd fly home from LA, land in Sydney, and I think the Sydney accent really is, it's just another character level up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where my name came from. Yeah, spending time in Europe, I... A lot of people assumed myself and the friend I was with, we were just incredibly drunk all the time because of the way we talk. Because we're slow. Yep. This podcast, I think the speed in which we speak is slow and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Neanderthals here. Just a little bit slow. People can opt to play it back 1.5 times if they want. (laughs) YouTube gives you that option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we totally went off topic about Planet Cream. Thank you for coming back. But now the story's just not going to live up to the hype because it's been that long. But anyway, so we snuck in. <laughs> we snuck into the festival. First festival ever, it was at the Entertainment Center before its big revamp and stuff as well. So it was in the main place. I was with a few friends. There's only a couple memories I have because I was just that young. Um, oh, yeah, that drunk. 
Yeah, well, one of them was that my friend was vomiting in his hands, basically, after we were chugging beers. Like, only 17, 16-year-olds would go to the go to the festival and be like, yeah, give me some beers. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No. Get some vodka in you or something. Yeah, so I just remember my friend, like, chugging and then, like, vomiting in his hands, running to the bin. And then the next one was... At Skrillex, me fangirling, fanboying as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. And do you remember his Hey Sexy Lady remix? Oh, so good. Dude, filthy. And especially for back then, like, this is so brand new. And I just knew that no one in that crowd, like, there was only a very few select people that knew what was going on yeah. and were all about it. And so I'm, I always used to go to, like, heavy metal gigs. So it was, like, pits. And I'm tiny at this stage anyway, so I'm not talking about being staunch in the pit or whatever. But, like, we would mosh. And so I tried to start doing the same thing. And then you get those festy chicks who are just like, ooh, get back. <laughs> I remember them being I'm like, watch. are you listening to yeah, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. This is like and filth. He also dropped, I don't know whether it was true, but he said, he got on the mic. Do you remember this? And he's like, I've just done this remix in the hotel. It's to this song, Levels by Avicii. I'm going to drop it for you right now. It's the first time I've ever played it. Do you reckon he said that everywhere? Possibly, yeah. For yeah. the whole tour, you just say, well, I mean, it would have been brand new, but crazy, man. I felt so fortunate to be there at that time. Oh, unreal. And to come to Adelaide too. Mm. Yeah. 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 To think, because I don't live far from that venue. And to think Dead Mouse was like well, close to my home. That was the only one we got, wasn't it? Yep. And that was it. Game over. Of the Cream, cream, cream Planet stuff. I think yeah. the Planet Cream came back maybe in a different capacity. Am I yeah. thinking that or did it not? No, I think you're right. I think it came back once more time, but I think yeah. the lineup was trash. From memory. wasn't Skrillex and Deadmau5. Yeah, no. It sounded great too. Just, oh. Yeah, see, I wasn't at that point. I was quite young. I was more just there to go get a bit messed up and just no, enjoy I was there. some I, music. I, yeah, that was, I think that was a life-changing moment for me, that festival, because it inspired me to want to do the same. But, yeah. But now I'm, now I'm actually quite conscious of the fact that that was now the, ooh, 12 years ago. If it was 2011. Mm. And it's 2023, so 12 years ago. I haven't got there yet. I mean, I've played some big shows, but I haven't been the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it takes a while. It's going to take oh, a long time. That, yeah. that like, mm. Mm. a ramp of success. We designed a stage show. So I had a similar, so you know how Deadmau5 has the cube? Mm. We had the M4 logo as a stage. And I was also going to have a mask. I was going to be masked because nobody knew what my face looked like. But then when we took it to the agency and we discussed that, I think they were brewing up Marshmallow at the time. They're like, don't do the mask. No. I'm like, why not? It's been done. I'm like, I know, but let's do it again. It's been done. Okay. <laughs> so we didn't, but it was going to be wicked. Similar to Daft Punk, it was just like one face yeah. mask and it was all LED lit and it was going to play back anything I played on the launch pad. Oh, so whatever buttons you press would, oh, that's so cool. Still might. Who knows? Why not? I don't know. I don't know. We'll put it to the audience. Should I be a masked magician? Well, your face is already out there anyway at the moment. Like, mm, yeah. It might, I, don't you think it gets hot and sweaty under there as oh, well? Shit, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I always think about that. Like, I remember when we did Listen In, I wore a jacket or a jumper. <laughs> no was, good. Dude, it was getting steamy mm. up there. And I was like, well, I, I made the decision. I'm not going to take it off. So I, I wear black sweating. pants every time I play, like jeans. Mm. And it, oh, you feel disgusting after a show. Yeah. Yeah, you see some like hell swaggy DJs in like thick jackets and hoodies. I'm like, dude. Okay. DJs that wear sunglasses. Like DJ Snake. Yeah, well, he's just trying to. I can't see. I can't see as it is. Like, I I refuse. Okay. (laughs) I wear glasses. 
right? Yeah. Nobody's allowed to know that. I'm not even wearing glasses now. Like, you guys look amazing. Thank you. Blur. Um, <laughs> at, at nightclubs, like, I'm done. I can't see anything. Well, I have more struggle when it's a daytime show and none of the lights are lighting up and I'm like, oh, what's flashing, what's not? Interesting. Okay, fun fact. I made a controller that I might mint and sell as an NFT because it's one of one. It's a Chrome double launch pad. Cool. Took it to Tomorrow World to play on the main stage in the daylight. Massive no-no. Mm -hmm. One thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because the audience couldn't see how cool no, it was? You or couldn't see. You? Yeah, I couldn't see. Here we go. You've done a few shows. Number one, sunlight on an aluminium surface gets very, what? very hot. Mm. Number two, it reflects light back into your face. I'm looking down onto a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> with buttons. I'm like, ah, ah, ow. <laughs> yeah, bad. So I made version two, which was completely black. Yeah. I'll try and put like a screenshot or a video of it. It's like launchpad expert mode. <laughs> It was really interesting, like things that you wouldn't know until you've tried it, right? No, 100%. Yeah. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys are enjoying this and want to help us, you can give us a review or you can leave us a comment on whatever platform you're discovering us on, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Spotify. I think they have polls now and all sorts of stuff. Or if it's on YouTube, jump in the comments, hit us a DM. We've got Mr. Mel's, we've got Chief Street, and I am at Enforsonic. If you want to reach out to us on Instagram, and if you want to follow the studio as well, give us a plug, matrix.adelaide. All right, till next episode. See you then. Peace. Bye.